0: What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It is April fifth, twenty twenty two. This is the Fightful Wrestling Podcast. This is a special edition. I didn't have this plan until about maybe yesterday or something. I thought it would be fun to do, and also I wanted to to be transparent with you guys about how all this stuff happened from last week, where Denise eliminated me from the GCW Joey Janela Spring Break Battle Royal. Known popularly as the clusterfuck. Denise, how you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good. So right now I was editing my vlog footage and I'm a little bit more than halfway done. But I was re-watching some of the footage that you and I shot, and like everything just came back to me. You know, I've been reliving this weekend over and over again, but like kind of just having it like in even more recent memory. I'm doing pretty good.
0: So, guys, I want you to uh, leave a super chat, leave a humper chat. Half of those will go to Denise Salcedo herself.
1: Well, please send like a ton. So, this is so the screen to send them in.
0: If you got any questions, statements, anything like that, uh, go ahead and do that. We would greatly appreciate it, man. But Denise, you, you've had a busy weekend, even separate of this. You and I were at the ROH show in wildly different capacities right before this. In fact, we didn't know if we'd be able to go to the scrum after the show because we were afraid we would miss this. There, there was a big, big time crunch here.
1: There was actually Friday was nuts because it was literally go wake up, go to the WWE media junket, go straight to ring of honor from ring of honor, go straight to GCW. It was absolutely nuts. I, I just think like the back, like going back and forth from place to place, I will say this on paper, it sounded crazier, but I, I feel like the execution was very good. Like I was able to bounce from place to place with, you know, no issues and yeah, we didn't know we were going to do the media scrum. I was, I was, I was kind of stressed out thinking like, man, if we leave, like I was thinking okay we need a hard out go leave at 11 and get there by like 12 and we ended up leaving like way after 11 o'clock which was a little bit interesting but i'm really glad we did the ring of honor media scrum because you know got some good stuff there
0: there was some good stuff there so i'm going to explain you guys how this happened now um I, w- I would say at least once a month usually about every two or three weeks i get propositioned for like a match or a comedy spot or an in-ring bit or something like that. And I haven't done it uh, in a while. I've done two matches since I joined Fightful. Both were under a mask. Nobody knows who that it was me, except for maybe like the person working the promoter and that's it. Maybe one or two other people know that that's me, but I did wrestle like years and years ago. Uh, I'll get into that later because it's pertinent to one of the stories, but I posted Uh, A thing that says, hey, I'll be at MLW, Wale Mania, WDB Media, ad-free shows, super card of honor. See you guys there. Brett Lauderdale quote tweets that or or sends it a message with a little monocle. Like, why aren't you coming to my show? And I said, drop the invite. Can I come? And then he put, you want to be in the clusterfuck Friday at 11.59. And I was like, well, that's hilarious. Uh, And he said, we can have Denise come in with a hood and eliminate you. Take the mask off, reveal it's her. And I said, that would be hilarious because quite honestly, that would be the only situation in which I would want to do that. Because when he said, do you want to do this match? I thought Denise has to eliminate me right off the top of my head. However, in my head, I was like, Denise has a booking that night. Can she even go? I had no idea what time things actually were. And I said, that'll be hilarious. Let's talk more about it. But you got to clear it with Denise. At what point did you find out about
1: it? So my experience was totally, totally different, okay? (laughs) So I found out at the Roxy show in Los Angeles. So let me paint you a little picture here, first of all. Driving from my house uh, to, you know, to sunset in Hollywood during rush hour, it's a freaking nightmare, okay, first and foremost. So I'm already frazzled, all right? I walk in. Keep in mind that for these GCW shows, I normally do ring announcing myself and Emil. I go in and they're like, oh, you're ring announcing the entire show today. And I was like, ah. So then after that, they were like, oh, and by the way, you're also doing commentary. And I was like, ah. So I'm freaking out because I got to ring announce the entire show. I got to do commentary. And I was not prepared for any of those things. And then on top of that, So I'm, you know, hanging out right before the show. And Brett Lauderdale mentions to me like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have Sean in the clusterfuck and have you come in and, you know, with the hoodie and throw him out. And I started laughing. I was like, yeah, yeah, ha, 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 you know, laughing. Right. And I legitimately did not take him seriously. I thought he was messing around with me. I didn't even I didn't even really believe what he was saying, to be honest, like I was just laughing. And then later on, I find out like, no. He was being serious. And I'm like, what? He's being serious? And they were like, yeah, he's being serious. So then I messaged you, I DM'd you, and I'm like, hey, man, did Brett tell you what he's thinking? And you told me right off the bat, like, no, he's being legit. So I'm thinking, oh, my God, what is happening right now? And so you and I chatted a little bit and kind of agreed to do it. And so then I went to Brett and said, look, Brett, I'm down to do it sean's down to do it uh i guess just coordinate the finer details and then it was that day that he reached out to you
0: no so here's what so he had told me friday well let me get through this roxy show and then we'll talk tomorrow i didn't hear from him saturday i didn't hear from sunday and then on monday i thought well it's just not happening and it's not gonna break my heart like not having the stress of doing that because um it's it's a very anxiety-filled type of thing to get back in the ring in any capacity when you haven't been at all or in years. But I reached out to you, and you were like, oh, no, he's planning on it. He's planning on it. I'm going to give you his number. Uh, and I've had some people say, why this spot and not others? It's because I have reported things positive, negative, indifferent about GCW, and they've been good sports about it. They know the job's the job. I've never... Uh, I'll tell you a situation that stood out to me when they had the big COVID outbreak at the collective a couple years ago, Brett Lauderdale said, let's talk, let's do an interview. I do not care what you ask me. Ask tough stuff. I want to address this. This is important to me. And that stood out to me. And I was like, all right. Also, I want to reiterate, reiterate Denise and I, I don't know if you got paid for this, but I don't really give a shit if you did. I'm um, definitely
1: getting paid for this, Sean. I, 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 <laughs> I <have these. laughs> I have things to pay well, for a wedding coming up, a honeymoon, I, yes. an expensive LA That's rent. That's
0: fine. That's fine. You're a performer anyway. Uh, my first job is scoopster, journalist, that type of thing. I don't accept money from companies for wrestling appearances, commentary, interviewing. Um, I don't pay people for news. Uh, no money exchanges hands for me. If, if there's ever a situation where they want to pay something, they can donate to a worthy cause that, that we read or that we do something like that with. I never take money for this type of thing. So I was like, okay, all that's good. Thumbs up. I'll do it. But I specifically pitched the creative involved. And I was like, and it changed multiple times, but not that much based on what my pitch was, which was come down to the ring, talk a bunch of trash. And then you eliminate me because I thought that was the ultimate thing for our viewers, the GCW audience is going to know who we are because I write about their stuff. You ring announce their stuff. And, uh, Brett was fine with it. Brett had some other ideas. He heard my idea and he was basically like, it's the cluster fuck, whatever you're comfortable with, we can do. And I said, all right, I'll do it. I didn't expect them to announce me that night. (laughs) And maybe deep down in my heart of hearts, I thought that maybe I didn't want them to announce me that way if things didn't go my way, I could just be like, ah, we can just scrap it. But once they announced me, I knew I was doing it. I had to do it. So you and I talked and we walked through the spot. And when I told you,
1: hold on, Sean, when you called me, I was having dinner. I had so much anxiety after our conversation. I didn't finish eating. I didn't finish eating my dinner that day. I felt like throwing up. And I even told you on the phone, I was like, Sean, I want to throw up. I feel really sick.
0: So I... And I was, I don't think I was nervous for me, not until I got out there anyway, yeah. but I was, I was excited for you because I knew that you'd be nervous, but I knew that once you did it, you would be very happy with it too. But yeah. I shared this with a handful of people, like maybe over the you weekend, told
1: like a bunch of people. I told no, no, no no no. no,
0: no, no, no. I told people I was going to be in the clusterfuck. I didn't tell them what was going to happen unless they were, unless they were in the vehicle with us. When no, I heard from it.
1: Jeremy. Jeremy DM'd me.
0: Well, Jeremy knows because he's writing the article.
1: Yeah, I heard from Jeremy right away. So yeah. I'm like, okay, like Sean's probably going out there and telling everybody.
0: No, I told I told a handful of people uh, if they were in the vehicle with us, um, and then I told a-, a couple close friends that. Okay, hated- so you
1: told at least like 15 people.
0: No, I did not tell at least 15 people. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> I
1: know you. <laughs>
0: I did not tell at least 15 people. Um, (laughs) I told the people that I would want to watch it. And then the people that were in the vehicle with us. Okay. As we did this stuff. Okay. So um, three
1: people plus friends and family members. Okay. Got it.
0: Yes. So like like, 15 people. And well, I mean, I I told people that were going to see me doing a wrestling thing and were like, OMG, you've got fucking spinal stenosis. What are you doing? type of thing that they're worried about me because that's the reason I stopped wrestling. I had a pretty severe neck injury. I had spinal stenosis. I was supposed to get surgery on my shoulder, surgery on my nose. I didn't do any of that. And I had had literally just decided the week before, you know what? I'm going to get back into ring shape. I'm going to see how I hold up. And maybe I'm going to do some matches here and there just because I miss it a lot. A day after that, Brett Lauderdale's asking me to do the clusterfuck. And then I've got the, the few people that I told that I was going to wrestle again saying, shit, that happened fast. And I'm like, no, 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 it's not like that. I'm not doing like a real wrestling thing. Like, it's just a bit. But then the people that I had already told were like, no, you're working us. You're going to get in there. You're going to do a real wrestling thing. I was like, no, I'm not. Do not, do not watch this expecting me to do a wrestling thing. So the days go by, and then what is it? Thursday. Where where my days run together? Thursday. So we're
1: Thursday, there. you and I met up at GCW Joey Janela night one, and then yeah. that's when the whole parking lot thing happened.
0: Oh my gosh! So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you have the images that I sent you?
0: I do. Or they're in your do. DMs. Yeah, I do. So keep in mind, I'm giving Denise a ride from Joey Janela's to uh to her hotel. Uh, demon diva is with us too so demon diva is behind the camera for this stuff and she's a shit stirrer anyway like she she's all about the content right like she loves it and i'm like so the, the pitch was a high crotch over the top rope because that's just you lifting me and i can dump myself over we stopped at a parking lot
1: no a- wait rewind sean you forgot what? the whole canadian destroyer oh stuff we're, we're
0: so yeah <laughs> On the way to this hotel, I'm like.
1: There was something you hadn't told me.
0: There was something I hadn't told you, and I didn't want to tell you because I knew it would freak you out. Joey Janella messaged me and told me he wanted Denise to do a Canadian destroyer. On him. On him. And I was like, Denise will not be cool with that. I'm just telling you, I know Denise. She will not be cool with it. What went through your mind when I told you that? Because you didn't believe me.
1: Okay, I legitimately, I swear to God, like all, like all heavens, whatever. I did not believe you, Sean. And here's the thing. I legitimately thought, legitimately thought you were playing an April Fool's joke uh-huh. on me. Because it, <laughs> it was just two hours away from it being April Fool's. And I thought, I don't know, maybe he's going by Eastern time. Maybe he's, you know, worried <laughs> that he won't get the opportunity to do this later on. So he's taking gonna, advantage right now. At least I was
0: about to be in the ring with you. <laughs>
1: I don't know, but I did not believe you. I thought it was an April Fool's joke, so, and a, I did, ahead, I, I felt really scared because I was telling a demon diva that I'm easily persuaded. If they would have, <laughs> if Joey would have put, put like a little five minute PowerPoint together and been like, "Hey, Denise, <laughs> let's do this Canadian destroyer," I probably would have said yes. And do right. you? And then okay, continue on. So I was very very nervous about that.
0: So. This conversation came about on like a Wednesday, Thursday. It was Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, because Joey was like, Man, glad you're doing this. This will be fun, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He's like, But here's what I want to do. I want to make it look like me and you are gonna fight when you drop a line, and then uh we both eliminate somebody because that will get the heat. And John Carlo was like, Yeah, man, that'll get the heat. That's what you do. I was like, No, I, I don't want to do that because Listen, I, I used to wrestle. I don't want to be disrespectful to somebody who did wrestle. I don't think appearing in the clusterfuck is disrespectful because it's the clusterfuck. However, I'm not trying to get myself over at the expense of another wrestler by eliminating them. So I wasn't okay with that unless that person would come up to me and say it. Um, so I was like, I don't know. And I kind of felt like Joey would just change his mind anyway fortunately, that didn't happen. But I told Denise, like I can teach somebody how to do a high crotch takedown. No big deal. I've done a million of them in my life. We stopped by a parking lot up the road from her hotel. And the reason why is because it's one of those parking lots that has like the cables to enclose it. So I was like, there we go. And it's nowhere near as high as those ropes. Like when you get in the ring and you you haven't been in one in a while, you forget how high the ropes are. But I did teach Denise how to do this. And here's the image.
1: (laughs) I'm dying, Sean. Look at it. This is an abandoned parking lot, okay, in Dallas, Texas at almost 11 o'clock at night.
0: Now, let me. first off, let's admire the shoes. Thank you to StockX for the shoes. But let's look on the other side of the road. Do you see that on the other side of the road right there directly across from us? What is that? That is a man who was walking down the street, carrying a recliner on his head and stopped to watch what the hell we were doing.
1: What the hell? Okay. I thought I saw a man there, but for a second, I thought that man was associated with that car. And here's the thing. We never turned off the headlights, the headlights of your rental yeah we're on the entire time and so we're literally standing there having like a you know long conversation and then out of nowhere i run and you know throw you off so like and, and then like there was a moment a slight moment of panic where i thought there's concrete ground and there's sean's head
0: yeah yeah so uh I made sure to reiterate. I made sure to message Brett, and I was like, "Hey Brett, just wanted to make sure that like what we had pitched and talked about is what's gonna happen, because I want to have some idea of this." And he said, "Yep, let's do it." Friday rolls around. Friday's a long ass day for us, Denise. We are up. Uh, I assume we're both up at, at the seven o'clock, six o'clock hour to get ready for eight a.m. media for WWE. Right. And th- those are long media days, three, three, four hours. But then you had to immediately go to ROH. ROH was 35 minutes away, if you're lucky. It was 45 for me. I did a Conrad Thompson ad-free shows event. I did. I went to Ring of Honor. You were working Ring of Honor. And again, we thought this show was going to end at 11 local time because that's what the the rundown said. And Joey's show started at 11.59. Now, it's WrestleMania weekend. You know, people are late. People come in. People go, I didn't want to be disrespectful to anybody there by showing up to that show late. And I got Tony dropping in my DM saying, hey, you come into the scrum? And I was like, "I, I wanted to, man. But what happened was ROH's media sent us an email earlier in the week saying there is no scrum. The next day, AEW media tells us there is. So I'm like, shit, I'm not going to get to go. We actually did get to go. We had to dip out right before Tony's, which is a bummer, because it was very good. But we leave to go to ROH. We've got the wonderful Cease twins, my my adult daughters with us. Uh, and we got lost on the way. Oh, my <laughs> God.
1: We got lost. It was so bad, Sean. You were driving up streets that weren't streets and that yeah. little platform. They were cool. like. I don't know what they were, like little parts. You told
0: me to drive up those.
1: No, no. I said, go that direction. I didn't realize it wasn't a road. It was so hard to tell what was a road and what wasn't a road. And I know that sounds like, what the hell? How do you not know a road? Trust me. If you were there and that night, and it's a circle, it's like circles within circles of mazes. And we couldn't get to the building without like driving over things and it was just too much. It was too much.
0: Said we were on the sidewalks. Uh, not after I drove over top of them, we weren't. I had yeah. a Jeep, buddy. I was and then ready to afterwards,
1: go. Afterwards, it was finally, I was like, Sean, we got to go back to the entrance. And I was the one that led us back to the place where we were supposed to be. So you're welcome.
0: <laughs> so let me tell you guys about a moment of panic that I had throughout the week. Um, and that day. I get messages from people backstage at The Collective that are like, man, Josh Barnett's here putting over your work. And I was like, what? Now, I, I don't know how to underscore this anymore. Like, I, I train catch wrestling, but I trained catch wrestling, like, enough to know what I was doing. Because one of the reasons I trained wrestling was so when I review shows, I've got some idea of what I'm doing. And I worked matches because I, I just love wrestling. I love performing. It's awesome. A lot of the style in which I originally trained is catch-as-catch-can wrestling. And I'm not talking about like what WWE said that Shawn Michaels did. I'm talking about like what Billy Robinson did, what Gotch did, what Minoru Suzuki This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer... Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible, and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. He did what, where Shayna Baszler comes from. There's a lot of people that my coach is trained with that are from that same family tree. And I guess Josh Barnett, uh, this is not verbatim, but he had mentioned, oh, Sean's working again backstage. And I guess a couple people, including Brett's ears, perked up and said, again, what do you mean by that? And Josh Barnett had told a couple people, yeah, I trained his coaches. He trained with my coach, Billy Robinson, before he passed. And uh, yeah, he's a catch wrestler. And in my head, I go, that is wildly fucking misrepresentative of my skills at this point. Because I have not trained since Fightful started, like, regularly. Uh, I train here and there. I am nowhere near the level of my coaches. I am nowhere near, like, a catch wrestler, like, competing catch wrestler. I haven't competed in years and years and years. But still, I had Josh Barnett messaging me. He say, he's like, we're doing something in the clusterfuck, buddy. And I'm like, I don't think we are, Josh. I really don't think we are. But, like, to me to even hear him acknowledge and know who the fuck I am is like very flattering to me because um, I did put in a lot of time training, not nearly as much as the real, the actual good catch wrestlers that are out there, like maybe a fraction of a percent as much as my coaches. But um, it meant a lot for him to give my coaches that acknowledgement too, because they are very good. And usually when I did my pro wrestling matches, it was with one of my coaches who I trusted despite the fact that I had some pretty severe injuries. So I didn't know I was doing anything with Josh Barnett for sure until we got to the building. And he had told me. He told me we were doing something before, but I didn't believe him. And then I got people that are hearing that I used to work because I didn't tell them that I used to work, that are like, oh, you can do this and this and this and this now. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I Could do that and that and that, but I'm not gonna do that and that and that because that sounds horrifying to me at this point in my life. (laughs) Keep in mind, a week ago, a week ago, I just decided for the first time in like five years, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in the ring again, I'm gonna train a little bit, I'm gonna get back into ring shape, and then I've got like all this stuff thrown at me one by one by one, and I'm like so we get there, Denise, and there is, we, we see the rundown first off. Yeah. Pero is walking around with the rundown. How's that going through your head when you, when you're backstage and you get that far?
1: Okay, so we got there, and uh, first of all, what people don't know is when you walk in through those doors, there's a shit ton of people. There are so many people there, uh, people that you do know, people that you don't know, et cetera. Like, there's a lot happening backstage, so immediately you might get, like, this feeling of, like, overwhelming stuff, but my concern was, oh, my God, we need to go over our spot, and we need to confirm, because at this point, I still did not know if I was going to have to do a Canadian Destroyer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like what is gonna happen today so we end up going in we make the rounds we say hello to people and Brett comes up to me and he's like hey where's Sean and I'm like I don't know Sean's probably in the bathroom or something
0: taking a big fat shit I, I should reiterate it was on the way to the building where I was like you know what Denise you should ring announce me like,
1: yeah oh yeah that too that was your idea yeah yeah
0: because I was like that that is heat if Emil is like ring announcing everybody but I've got my own like I wanted it to be like not like Ricardo Rodriguez I wanted it to be more like Team Rocket from Pokemon I wanted it to be like this son of a bitch is so obnoxious that he's having his own his his friend I wanted it to look like I was treating you like a lackey and I was like yeah. and I, I knew like, that you yeah,
1: like always saw it.
0: I knew <laughs> you do natural. such a that is not natural I wanted it to look like that and me to get my comeuppance because we had like two minutes to tell a story. Yeah. So I was like, damn, that would work. And I went there and it looked like Emil was going to have to hand you his mic. Then it was like, okay, no, she can get her own mic. They're asking me what music I want. And I'm like, no, no music. It's it's Denise. Denise is my music. And they approved all of it. They're like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Well,
1: there was a little bit before that, Sean. So I need to explain this part because this is – so when we finally had that little meeting backstage where we're going over our spot and, you know, it's Brett, Josh Barnett, you and me, and uh, you know, we're all talking about what we're going to do. There was this moment where all three of you guys were pitching ideas and bouncing ideas back and forth. And I was literally just standing there going, Oh my God, like, you know, like thinking like, okay, I like that idea, I don't like that idea. Hell no, I can't do that idea. But it was just funny to like watch you guys all brainstorm what was going to happen and what I was gonna be doing all the meanwhile, I'm just there quiet thinking, oh, my God, I really hope they don't approve anything that I don't want to do.
0: So or that you... I'm rather
1: that I'm scared to do not that I would if I could do a Canadian, if I wasn't scared to do a Canadian destroyer, <laughs> yeah. I would have done it. But you got to understand, I've never done any athletics sure. in my life.
0: So you walk up to me and you're like, hey, Pero has the, the list, the clusterfuck list. And I look and I see and I'm late. I'm like thirty one. And then I look, and 32 is Josh Barnett, and I go, oh, fuck. I was like, he was serious this whole time. <laughs> and then what's going through my brain is all this stuff that I've got people texting me, telling me that maybe I'll be able to do this. And I'm like, am I going to have to to try to, am I going to take a bump? I could take a bump. That's fine. Will my will my pants stay up? Because like, <laughs>
1: you're wearing regular
0: jeans. I, like, in my head, I was like, are my shoes going to fly off and someone pour a beer in these, these GOI custom shoes that are legitimately worth a lot of money. Um, Like (laughs) there's a lot of stuff going through my head there. I'm like, okay, could I take a bump? Yes. Could I take a German suplex from Josh Barnett? I don't think I could right now. Uh, (laughs) So I see that and I'm like, Oh shit. And I walk up to Barnett and I said, so we're really doing something like you're really doing something. And he goes, like, yeah, I'm going to distract you. And then I thought about it and I'm like, man, if I'm cutting this promo, that's he is the perfect person to distract me because I would be shitting my pants of a, uh, about a UFC champion fighter. The God of everything that I have trained in my actual life, like coming out there. Here's you were where I very fuck.
1: like. You were, you were, you were in your emotions like I was, minutes before
0: I have, I have never fanboyed out over something. And I've I was never like, seen
1: you like that, Sean,
0: that was, and, and even more for me, like I knew like this would be cool for my coaches because my coaches are the ones that put in all the work and everything that I know was because they, they helped me learn that. And when I physically couldn't do it, one of them carried me to, to decent matches and stuff like that. And that was important to me. And I'm sitting here talking to this guy and we're going over a spot. And I'm like, holy shit, man. But then we have the the backstage meeting. And um, that was with Brett. And they, they, it's them agenting the clusterfuck. If you can believe that they agent that thing. They did. They go through it. It takes about 10, 15 minutes.
1: <sighs> and you were yelling at me via text because you didn't know I was I, already I did, in the room because you couldn't even
0: see me. <laughs> I didn't know you were in there. And I got really bummed out about one thing. What? So so here's what happened. I start to hear about the spots and they go, okay. And then all the women are in and you all kick ass and that's cool. And I started to see the numbers and I go, oh my God, I'm going to be in the ring with Shaza McKenzie, who we've been talking shit to each other for two years about fighting each other. And I was like, I want to do something with Shaza because like, I adore Shaza. She's wonderful. She's great. She's great. She's great. And I I looked, and then they talked about the eliminations. We missed each other by two minutes, Denise.
1: Oh, yeah, because, yeah, she came. She was already back by the time before we even went out there, I think. Yeah.
0: So (laughs) I'll tell you more as we get up to it, but I went up to Shaza, and I was like, Shaza, we miss each other by two minutes, but let's do something. And she said, yeah, so what I'll do is I'll crawl really slowly to the back And you can heal on me on the way to the ring. (laughs) So uh, what I was going to do, I was going to like interview Shaza McKenzie. Yeah. And I was going to be like, like, let's do an interview with some girl who can't get her green card. And then I'm just going to be like, nobody gives a fuck what you have to say and do the old petty Kevin Owens kick to her. However, Maven, Maven's spot was supposed to be him drop kicking everybody and getting gassed out because he's old and then just leaving but he went super baby face and carried the girl out that had been eliminated and beaten up so oh, we missed that's other. the spot yes. yes so we missed our spot but it's like i couldn't be mad at maven i couldn't like shaza got yeah. to be carried out by maven how can you be mad about that
1: there's more to maven that we need to talk about as yes. well because maven was the one who basically gave me the best advice before i went out there he said if you're having fun they're having fun just yes. remember they don't know if you like fuck up or don't fuck up like just go out there and have fun like at the end of the day the people are here because they want to have fun and I'm like all right well he you know if Maven says that I'm gonna believe it you know so that actually really did calm advice. me down that calmed me down I
0: could tell so we were we were outside it was raining yeah like, we were we were chit-chatting with Maven a little bit and we uh, promo
1: for you you almost got killed by a bug
0: yeah. Yeah. And I had mentioned to him, I was like, Hey, you know, I, I talked to Nydia here and there. She's, she's a buddy of mine. And he was, he was so nice about that. And then he gave like that great advice and I could tell like you calmed down.
1: Yeah. Cause I was very anxious. Like I was not feeling good. And as the thing, I don't get like nervous about like sure. you know, going out in front of big crowds and talking, Oh, that's fine. No piece of cake, whatever. Right. <laughs> but going out and physically doing something that was, 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 what was killing me.
0: So guys reminder, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. We will read them and address them at the end of the show. Half of them go to Denise Sal Sado.
1: Did you forget my last name, Sean?
0: No, I, I know your name. You but, said it
1: so slow,
0: but Maven was such a good guy. Like with the advice, like oh, I do, great. I do wish I could have had that spot with Shaza because like, that would have been that. I think that would have helped a little bit more like me booting the girl in the head. And Unless you, until you see Shaza in person, you have no idea how tiny she is. Like, she is so little. I thought she was like five, seven, five, eight. Duh. And she's like five, two, five, three.
1: I think, yeah, she's like an inch or two taller than me. Yeah.
0: So then it happens and we have our. Spot. No, wait.
1: Hold on. What? Hold what on. So, like, I have to tell you. So, like, right before when I was getting the microphone and I was turning it on, I looked at you and you didn't even notice. You were like, you were like really, really thinking like what you were going to do. And I was like, shit, I wonder if Sean's nervous. And I was like already <laughs> feeling better. And then I saw you and then you looked nervous. And I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm not going to say anything to him. I made a decision. I'm, I'm not going to talk to Sean. I'm just going to go out there and we'll meet out there. So if you notice, so, I didn't say anything to you right before we went out there.
0: I'll tell you the the Shaza thing made me nervous when, when she came through that curtain and I go, oh shit, that's one of my big heat spots. I got nervous then. I had not been nervous all week until I saw it in
1: your face, yeah.
0: And then I was like, oh my God, that's one of my biggest heat spots right there. So I had to, within a minute, I had to change my first line. I had to change what I said walking down to the ring or what I was doing to the ring. Because what was going to happen was I was going to come out, say my line, then kick her on the ramp. And that would carry me down the ramp. So I was like, shit, like what do I do? But let's show people the spot right
1: now.
0: (laughs) I just want to say you ring announcing me was legitimately like one of the highlights of anything I've ever done. Like rest. You're
1: welcome. You're that very was, welcome.
0: That was so good. It was the perfect energy. Like I I'm pretty sure you've never watched Pokemon, but no, I wanted never. team rocket energy is what I wanted.
1: And that's what it was.
0: Oh, it was so perfect. It was so perfect. It was, it was exactly what it needed to be. And it was just a good ring announcing. And I was like, shit, what can I say to get them to, he- to-, to hate me? And I was like, I'm going to ask him for money. What's the one thing? And I was shocked when people started to pull out $5.
1: I started seeing people throw them at your face. And I thought, oh, my God, Sean is going to get bombarded right now with money. And I there was a moment where I thought – Oh my god! What if they start throwing things at him? <laughs> I was, I was wondering. I didn't know what was going to happen there, but it was great. Like you walking down the ramp, and I remember seeing something hit you in the face, <laughs> like a uh, bill. Yeah.
0: So it, yeah, people were throwing money, and I was like, okay, I got to do something on the ramp. I'll just snatch it from them because people won't expect me to snatch it from them, and I will. And, and snatch are so close
1: mo- too, like to the people. Yeah.
0: And I had to snatch the mic from you because I had to immediately heal you and like take the glory because the fact that it was such a good ring announcement, I wanted it to make it look like I was like, no, you can't be good at this. I got to be better at whatever this is than you to try to take your glory. Did you feel like you nailed that ring ring announcement? Because it was perfect.
1: I did. I did. I, I went out there and it was like, what of this? And this is the thing, like, why don't get nervous ring announcing? Because the second you go out there, it's like the energy from the people yeah. is what really drives you. And so you could feel your energy matching their energy. And, you know, if you raise that energy, automatically they feel that. So then their energy rises. And it's like you're right. It's hard to explain. Like they're rising together. Yeah. It's a moment.
0: So there was a spot where I, I took the money, I handed it to a fellow named Griff that I know. I stuttered. I was, I was saying I was a generous uh, paywall Jesus, but I, I stuttered a little bit, but I don't know how many people noticed it. I didn't notice it. There was somebody that was talking to me, and I was hoping he was talking shit because I wanted him to say something mean to me so I could dunk on him. But he said, I subscribe to your Patreon. And I went, shit. <laughs> so, shit. so all I could say was, good. And then Joey's in the Joey's outside the ring. In my head, I had imagined Joey being in the ring and being down. So I get in the ring and the the big the big line for me was going to be subscribe to fightfulselect.com so you can read about all your favorite GCW wrestlers getting fired by AEW and I was hoping Joey was in the ring so I could lean down and say it in his face. But I mean, we had never talked that out. I cleared that line with Joey beforehand because I didn't want to get heat for that. And
1: with Brett. He was cool with it. And
0: with Brett. I did not want to get shit for it. It's a a horrible thing to say. But in that moment, I am an actor trying to mirror real life. Marco hit me up afterwards, and he said that he thought the line was funny as hell. I wanted to clear it with him. And Joey was like, no, Marco will love it. I was like, I'll take your word for it. But in the future, I would definitely clear it with all three of them. So, (sighs) I didn't – I thought the hard camera was on the opposite side. I thought the hard camera – I know.
1: I kept telling you where the hard camera was. That was the mistake. That's where – we'll talk about that in a second.
0: So, yeah, I'm talking towards the ramp. I thought the hard camera was there because I saw that that giant camera that was there. I had not even been on that other side of the venue before, so I didn't see that they had a hard camera sitting there. So, I need to go to the Performance Center so I can learn where (laughs) the cameras are for sure. Um, Because – You came in the ring the other end probably because you thought I was going to be back there. Because you told me. I know. You
1: said. And so that's where I said, okay, Sean. Okay. Because my plan first was to stay by the ramp. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stay by the ramp. And that's where I'm going to run in through. But you told me, no, like go the other direction so that the hard cam. Yeah, and like if yeah. we figured it out, and I was like, okay, fine, so I'll go the other direction. But hold on, you got to go back a little bit because your promo, um, the, you started trashing GCW's pay and saying you came from a real show where they pay people, something like that, right? About like Ring of Honor and this and well, that.
0: That. That, one, that one came from a GCW guy. That The Tony Khan yes. thing came from a GCW guy. I don't want to say who to get him fired up, but it's a good line. And yes. I made sure to say that Tony Khan pays better than GCW to really hammer home the SRS is on the payroll thing. Like,
1: yeah. I so then that my favorite view. part, Sean, was when you got the crowd to chant. We want Meltzer. And I just thought, holy shit. It was such a good moment because you really oh. healed. like you really healed it up and people were chanting We want Meltzer. It was so funny.
0: I wanted, I didn't know if I'd get in trouble for saying it, but what I wanted to say in that moment, and it's something that Jeremy reiterated, I wanted to say, like, you broke motherfuckers don't have $12.99, just give me your $5. Like, I wanted to say something (laughs) like that, (laughs) because that would have been a lot of fun. But I got in the ring and I said that one line and I was like, well... I got to cue somebody to come beat me up. It can't just be about AEW because Josh Barnett doesn't give a fuck about AEW. He doesn't give a shit about them. So I'm going to say, who do you got? Who do you have that can beat me up? And after I looked around and talked trash to all these GCW wrestlers, I wanted to look around for them for help when Josh came out and they're gone. They all hit the bricks. So I like Josh Barnett's music hit and I (laughs) love the reaction When people are like, oh, he's going to die. Yeah. Like, he's going to fucking die. And uh, when we got in the ring, it it had been Josh's idea to basically circle me to the way that I would be eliminated. And then you hit the ring, Denise. So
1: this is what happened. You circled way too much. (laughs) And I was like, fuck, I'm already on this side of the ring. And and like, so here's what happened. When I started running, your back was still like, I was still like behind you. By the time I got in, you were already to the other side. I was like,
0: fuck. I circled the right amount, but it was the right amount to what I thought we were doing (laughs) instead of what you knew we were doing because I hadn't paid- i didn't know where the hard camera was Admittedly, yeah
1: so then that messed me up and i was like (laughs) screw i'm already up here so i was like all right well i'm just gonna do like a little like slant thing and then finally that's when i hit you with the low blow
0: let's let's show them let's show the people So.
1: So that's what happened. We you were on the wrong side and I was like, shit, I'm already here. I have to go in. So I just went and I just went for I was like, fuck it, like it's too late now. Like I'm already on the opposite side of the ring.
0: That spot is completely on me. I com- I for some reason, I thought their Sean, hard camera was on to as, by the ramp. To the hard cam. I know. I gotta I got to <laughs> Kevin Gill even even mentioned it. Also, on commentary, Kevin Gill thought you called me grapple Jesus instead of Paywall <laughs> Jesus. But the paywall Jesus line, I love, I love that. One of my trolls had called me paywall Jesus. And I said, buddy, I'm stealing that shit because it's funny.
1: So, Sean, I also don't know if you noticed, but when I hit you with the low blow, I almost lost my balance awesome. from like the adrenaline. And I was thankfully I caught myself and then I was just like, okay, talk some shit. And I don't even remember what I said. I was just fucking. You talk talked some shit. a lot of
0: shit because I was there waiting for you to. Yeah. Throw and then people. I was like, oh shit, go.
1: Like you have to throw them out, right? Because I was letting you sell the, you know, the, the oh, low blow, no. and I didn't know how long I should wait. So finally I was like, oh my God, Denise, go, you have to eliminate him now.
0: So I looked around for you because I wanted to do the like, what the fuck? But I looked the wrong way. It. I did. I looked the wrong way. I wish I would have kind of fell down and pulled myself up the ropes. I think that would have worked better. But then you, you threw me out. You did not do the takedown that I showed you. <laughs> you
1: I don't know you, what I did. I just lifted your leg and I was like, go away. So, yeah,
0: you reached underneath. It, it ended up looking good. Wait, once what did it happened. I do? So
1: I Sean, I was in a moment of just get this guy the hell out so, of the ring.
0: The one that I taught you, you loop my leg basically, and you clamp your, your hands and you lift up and over. But what you did, you reached around my back, you reached around my leg and you just launched me over, <laughs> which also worked. I think
1: it, it looked a lot it, better because okay good. that was one of the things like Demon Diva, Diva saw us when we were practicing yes. and she said it looked better when I did it in the ring because yeah. it actually looked like I legitimately you know lifted you You launched
0: up. me, you yeah. launched me, and then I mean, was yeah. like okay
1: throw him over like and I I don't know if you felt it but I kept shoving you. You in did head. oh
0: I felt it I felt it as I was there I was like when's she gonna throw me out is she done talking shit yet
1: and I watched the video back. Like- i was talking so much shit i don't know what i was saying i think i was like yeah fuck you sean fuck
0: you and then that, me. at that point i was like um i've got to get out of the way for the next entrant what do i do so i was like i'm just gonna try to slide up the ramp on my back
1: i didn't know you walk. were still there by the time i went because i had to wait a little bit for the person to come out and so i was kind of on the side waiting and yeah. i turn around and this is what i see oh <gasps> <laughs> and you're on the ground holding
0: <laughs> oh my god we've got so and then, yeah. hold
1: on hold on and then i kept then i saw you and i was like shit sean's there what the hell do i do saw so that i was just flipped you off again i was like fuck you sean and then i i left oh, that was great yeah. there
0: were some great pictures from this too like we got some good pictures i'm glad i did this because i got promo photos now yeah but I um way. Bryant D. uh, Mooney Photography took a great – this is such a good picture. I had Jeff asking me, like, hey, man, is your head okay? You, like, hit the rope. I didn't even realize my head went underneath (laughs) that rope. Like, I didn't feel that at all. Uh, I had a little contusion on, like, my forearm but that was really yeah like a little one yeah but this is a great picture oh my god
1: I didn't even see that one yeah I literally just saw that there
0: are some great pictures from this that I'm so happy uh that that we got let me see if there's another oh this one's a good one from Bryant as well
1: yeah oh yeah I saw that one I love that one too that is
0: amazing uh I was so happy to be able to send this to my coaches uh just (laughs)
1: your face (laughs) <laughs> i'm dying at your face uh, and you know what i i don't know if you remember but josh barnett kind of i don't know if he scared you before or i think it was before the we oh, actually went out there he, he like was, grabbed you by the head
0: no no he was like he's like so what i'm gonna do i'm gonna grab you in uh <laughs> a collar uh collar hold throw you in do your front face lock he was joking around i've i've, I've had that done to me a million times there's me holding my testicles everybody <laughs> but we got we got a lot of nice, positive reactions. The only people that had a problem with it were dweebs the on the freaks. internet. The freaks on the internet. The
1: freaks, the dweebs.
0: I love the one that the said, dwarves. disrespectful that she didn't train. Yeah, buddy, we got to get Denise in there to take front rolls to throw a nut shot to me. Here's the thing. But- <laughs> like,
1: I'm like, first of all, you're just complaining because either A, you don't like me or you don't like Sean or you don't like both yeah. of us. B... Um, it's the GCW clusterfuck. We weren't in there freaking, you know, wrestling some, I don't know, 60 minute Iron Man match or something like, come on. I went in there. I low blowed you and eliminated you and got the F out. Like people need to chill and no offense, but I was not going to pass up this like once in a lifetime opportunity to please people that don't need to be pleased. And there was a lot of people that really enjoyed it. Like people loved it.
0: Yeah, I was I was very happy with how it went. And I thought about it because, you know, there are a lot of people that are like, oh, I saw a couple of people that said, well, you can't trust anything he reports about Danella or GCW. Hey, you know what? If you don't want to, you don't have to. That's okay. I understand that. And that's fine. But something tells me I probably wasn't going to have your business anyway. And that's okay. If that's If that's something that is too much for you to overcome, I understand. But I was also a wrestler before I was in this job in this role and i would have wrestled a hell of a lot more had i not gotten this job and um i'm probably never gonna stop performing or wrestling to some degree or doing bits or something like that because it's fun to me and if you don't like it that's fine
1: i'm never gonna stop living my life so (laughs)
0: there you go there you go besides Um, at this
1: point of the day i'm just like people are gonna hate me if i blink the wrong way like i've got it yeah
0: there you go so um Guys, leave a super chat, a humper chat. We will read them here on the air. There's a lot of fun stuff. Alan Mark says, Denise controlled her narrative. Sean, not so much. Uh, she <laughs> controlled my nutsack, and that hurt. Louis says, now I want to see Denise at a Canadian destroyer. You guys are great. The cluster spot was amazing. I've done one in practice, Denise, and it is truly the other person doing everything.
1: Mm. I know that, but it's just one of those things where I just that I don't have the courage. I yeah. don't have the courage. And even if I did, like I would have to have at least practiced it like 5000 times sure. before I could go out there and do it. You know, it's just like, yeah, it's the fear.
0: Tremaine says, I was wondering why Denise is lunging after she, lunging. she fell down. She's Dude, like baby I
1: lost my balance. It's because, you know, I fucked up because you told me like, oh, like go down on your I knee know. and then do it. I did it. Then went down on my knee. And so that caused me to go backwards on my momentum. And my mom was like, oh, my God, Denise, thank God you didn't fall. And I was like, bro, that would have been funny as fuck.
0: Amazing. But, but then it's
1: like, it's the clusterfuck. Like, it's supposed to be a goddamn disaster. That's what
0: Brett told me. He goes, man, it doesn't matter if it's bad. It's the clusterfuck. And I was like, well, it does kind of matter to me if it's bad because yeah. I legitimately do want to perform again, even at like, I don't care at what level. I just want to perform again. And I didn't want it to be so bad that everybody looked at it and said, we ain't ever having him on our fucking show. Uh, Pile driver finisher says, y'all crazy. It was fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Curly man, great to see. You. He says, completely stayed up for your spot, Sean. Screamed in my house when you came out at 1 a.m. My neighbors got mad when, De- when Denise eliminated you. I screamed again. Thank you for a fun night, guys. Love you guys. Thank you for staying up and watching it. That means yeah. an awful lot to us. Uh, thanks for for caring, for enjoying it. Oh, man. That was, uh, that was a blast. It was a
1: moment. Yeah, for sure. Dangerous
0: D says, tell us who early morning Guy Steele was. I didn't, I didn't pay attention. I really didn't. I wish I could tell you guys, but also in that situation, I probably wouldn't tell you guys because... Yeah, And they're doing a different job than my normal job. I talked to Jungle Boy there, too. I yeah. didn't know that he knew who I was, but he said, hey, have you been out yet? And I was like, shit, Jungle Boy knows that I'm in this match. That's funny. Yeah. Sabrina says SRS is the ultimate heel. I can't remember who it was that thought I was going to get cheered. I was like, I ain't getting cheered, buddy. There's no way I'm getting cheered. No, There's no, no chance.
1: And I knew it was working the, the second you got money thrown at you. Like that's yeah. when I was like, all right, like the people get it. The people get what he's supposed
0: to be yes. doing. Yeah. And that's what I like. I I believe and hope that they don't truly hate me because they went along with it. And if they hated no. me, they would just do something yeah. else. Shot Kid says the promo thing made the whole thing for me. Uh, Putting the cluster behind a paywall was a chef's kiss. I I don't know if you watched it back on fight yet. Have you?
1: No, I haven't. Okay. This is like, I've just seen the stuff on the internet in this right now.
0: Kevin Gill was great. He goes, he's putting the mask behind a fucking paywall within the paywall. (laughs) I loved it. It was so good.
1: That's amazing.
0: Sabrina says your moment together was iconic. I loved every moment of it. Well, Sabrina, you know what? We love every moment of you here. You've been so generous to us this weekend and we like hearing from you so much. Uh, but it was it was legitimately a special moment for me because uh, Denise is such a big part of my work to have her ring announce me I don't think I've ever had somebody like that I know ring announce me like Mm -mm. that and that was like as soon as it happened and I heard you saying it I was like oh my god you're like I'm I'm up I was I was almost getting emotional, and then I was like, "Shit, I gotta be I gotta be you mean to were, these."
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you were emotional like before. I wasn't gonna say it on the air, but there uh-huh. was something that you mentioned, and I don't know if you remember what it was. What was it? No, I don't want to tell. How do I say it on the air? Because what if you don't want that information out there?
0: What was it? Was, it it was in
1: regards to Josh Barnett. Oh
0: uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you could say it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you, know, you were just like, "Oh my God, Denise, I feel like crying right now." <laughs>
0: I did. I mean that yeah, because if Josh Barnett did not want to be in the ring with me at all, he didn't have to be. And he has been very kind and generous regarding my skill set. I mean, maybe to a more advanced degree than what I am capable of at any point, much less this point of my life, but um it, it meant an awful lot because I I didn't utilize my catch wrestling training to compete in catch wrestling because my body couldn't physically do that anymore. I did it because I wanted to perform in pro wrestling and have that catch as catch can wrestling foundation. I don't have like the advanced skill set or anything like that, but I had the foundations of it. And to have him offer to be in the ring with me was just—it was special to me, and that—that that meant a lot. Matt Raichill says, "Literally my favorite two people ever on this planet." But put this towards Denise's wedding, most epic story ever. Gonna need food recommendations for next year's mania. I'm yeah, sure she's yeah. got you covered. Yeah. Jacob says, starting late, but shout out to both of you all. Consistently happy to be sub to both of you all, as well as select way off topic. Please pull your strings with Adam to get Reg on Quizzlemania. I think Reg would be amazing on Mania. He is, he's like the star of these scrums these days. Like he's in there and Tony like giggles every time he asks him a question. <laughs> oh God. Adrenaline in my soul. SRS should wear a cup. Okay. Listen. I don't wear cups when I compete. I don't wear cups when I wrestle. And I'll tell you why. Because oftentimes they don't fit. They pinch my balls. It hurts. Adrian, thank you very much for, uh, <laughs> for the super chat. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't think you had sent a question in. Uh, but thank you very much for the donation. I just appreciate you regardless. Rob Wilkins says, I've never argued with Kenny Omega on Twitter. There was a guy that was crapping on us for doing that spot. And he's like, well, well, I've argued with Kenny Omega on Twitter. So I was like, all right, buddy. Oh, shit, God. I guess I guess you're right. Punk Rock Show says, Sean, I'm so sorry Denise did you dirty. But how about apologizing? Why did you screw Sean over? The world wants an answer, not an excuse. It had to be that. that we had two minutes to tell a story. I do think it would have worked with Josh Barnett kicking the living shit out of me. But for the sake of me, not uh, for the sake of me being able to feel these two fingers the next day <laughs> uh, <laughs> and not having three herniated discs uh, from landing on my neck and head and back, I wanted it to be Denise. Uh, I think that worked a lot better.
1: And I wanted to talk to Kevin Gill before the match to kind of give him a little bit of background, but we, I just didn't have time. Like we just got there and it was like, he was already working. I couldn't go up and bother him, you know, he but conveyed. I was, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But he did a good job.
0: Yeah. Bridget with a monster super chat. Thank you so much. She says, Denise is my hero that made my day. Thank you for all you all do. Hey, we're just here talking, wrestling with you guys and having some fun. So we hope that you have some fun too. And thank you all. Reminder, uh, half of these go to Denise's uh, Denise's wedding fund at this point. Yeah. Van Twinblade says, no amount of Bluetooth can sh- save Sean's balls. Well, you know what? I wasn't going to do it, but I'm going to do it. I got hit right in the penis. And things might not be working so great for a while. Fortunately, Blue Chew can help. BlueChew.com slash Fightful is the first chewable with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. But how about this? They work on your schedule. Whether it's a clusterfuck or whether it's just, you know, that time. Maybe you're ready. Maybe you're not ready. Fortunately, Blue Chew gets you ready. Not only that. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't have to wait in line at the doctor's office. It's prescribed online. It ships straight to your door. You fill out their questionnaire. When you're approved, they get you going. Not only that, it arrives in a discreet package. It arrives in a discreet package. And there was nothing discreet about my package at GCW. It got hit hard. But you know what's not going to get hit hard? Your wallet. Your wallet. And even though your first shipment is free, there's something that you need to know. I'm going to need $5 from each one of you right now. Because that covers shipping. And that's it. Just pay $5 shipping to cover Blue Chew? And make sure your ding ling works. Use that code fightful. We would greatly appreciate it. <clears throat> it's been a good time, guys. We're going to get in those Humper Chats next. Big J says, Internet would have exploded if Denise did a Canadian Destroyer on SRS. Buddy, I ain't doing a Canadian Destroyer. So, um... I don't do a lot of backflip stuff. Um, Oh, my
1: God. And I would have had to trust you.
0: So uh, because of my neck injury, I I mean, I I used to be able to do like maybe maybe a backflip. I don't think I ever tried a moonsault. I can do a 450 or I could do a 450. I could do a swanton. I could do stuff like that. I couldn't do like backflip stuff because out of instinct, I always tuck my chin. I'm always trying to protect my chin. So (laughs) I do like the most horrible looking backflip that you've ever seen. I can clear it but it doesn't look pretty and landing the correct way. So I just don't do it.
1: I can only do a cartwheel <laughs> and it's not pretty.
0: Adrian Wells. Thank you so much again for the donations, for the super chats. Uh, Mr. JJ says, shout out to Jeremy for his tremendous headline work. I have those pulled up as well.
1: If you Google my name, the first one that comes up is the penis one. The fourth one, the fourth picture. <laughs> he changed the headline a
0: ton of times.
1: That's great though. I don't I mind. Know he it. Did.
0: I know it's, it's fantastic. God damn you, Jeremy.
1: It's good work. Great. It is. Work. It's
0: very good work. Uh, yeah. Jeffrey says you and Brian Alvarez should wrestle. <laughs> um, for those of you who haven't seen Brian Alvarez match with Marco Stunt, Brian Alvarez was a very good worker. I don't know if he's still doing it, but um, that's one I would entertain. His level of grappling is at a very extreme, extreme level. He's a black belt in jujitsu.
1: Imagine Jesse, the stories you can tell there.
0: I know. Jesse says, just now starting the stream, but SRS's interest was in the funniest spots I've seen in wrestling. I'm glad you appreciated it. I'm glad that you liked it as well. Jeffrey says, I bought into the church, the paywall, Jesus. Oh, I'm using that. I'm using that. Corey Cropper says, as your friend knowing this is going to happen a week in advance, it turned out completely fun and harmless. You all did awesome. I appreciate you, buddy. And maybe I might be going to Malibu Jacks tonight. Let's go to Malibu Jacks, Corey. What the hell are we doing? Alan says, what makes it better was the build you all had to the match. Totally awesome. Yeah, like
1: three years.
0: (laughs) And not only that, I really wanted to start it Monday with the Denise isn't booked, Denise isn't booked. And I wanted to make it look like, you were lucky that I got you booked on a place you already worked. All you had to do was ask to be booked.
1: I think we were arguing about something too. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Something on raw, maybe something on Twitter. I don't even know.
0: JJ says my experience, uh, watching SRS enter the cluster was awesome. I didn't see uh, Denise eliminating him coming watch wrestling all through the night and around 8. AM I left off my sofa going, Holy shit. Truly memorable <laughs> moment. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to make sure that we got all these. Uh, but Sabrina says, every time you all read my super chats out loud, I'm like, hee 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 hee. Also, SRS, thanks for the follow on the gram. Of course, you support those, us incredibly.
1: Those sound effects, though. What the hell was that? <laughs> the,
0: oh, I do that all the time to mess with people. <laughs> Asian Joe says, the world needs a Denise Sean cinematic match to settle the score behind a paywall. I did a cinematic match with Melissa once and it was. Fucking abysmal! It was so bad. What was it the was... theme? Huh?
1: What was the theme?
0: Her beating my ass, but still, it but was but like the so
1: setting—an
0: office, Jimmy's office.
1: Okay, well, like for those types of things, you need to have like a cool setting.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought that was good. I, I showed up to where. How she do worked. you
1: feel about being buried alive? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Eh. I wouldn't be able to do it. Sorry. I could bury you alive, but I can't be buried alive. Like, I would panic.
0: Man. Curly man says, My wish to meet you guys one on one. Shake your hands. And say thank you for entertaining me here on fightful. I hope I get to. I really hope we get to. We always love meeting you guys. It's always incredible. Uh, Anthony Pride says, It's not blue chew, it's blue balls, Denise.
1: <laughs>
0: Dennis says, Finish your names for each of you. SRS, the paywall. Denise. The step host, the curb stomp to the front area. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that would be really uh, good, good. Yeah. And mine's the backbreaker. Yeah. Very clever. The step uh, Joseph Correa says, Adrenaline in my soul. Denise punched Sean right in the penis. Yeah. Good job. Guys, I thank told you. my
1: grandma, by the way. Like I told her, but she hasn't seen it. I yeah. was like, Oh, yeah, Ma, I hit him in the leg.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> so I she's mean- going
1: to watch it and be like, What?
0: Your low blow looked good. It looked really good.
1: I, I was, I was just like, I, I don't know. I was like, and screw it. I'm just gonna like, go, like you know, sell it, whatever. I don't know.
0: You took care of me. It didn't hurt one bit. Uh, it, it looked really. good, I wasn't good though.
1: sure. I got a text from Jeremy, and he was like, "Can you please potato Sean?"
0: Oh my God! What a, what a little bitch Jeremy is, guys! Please leave a thumbs up on this. Check out our sponsor, BlueChew.com, and use the code Fightful. Um, ML Rodriguez. Says, thank you for the laugh. Then Jim and pick me up. Hey, we're here to pick you up because you guys pick us up. Denise, tell the people where they can follow you, where you can support us. Twitter. Where you can support her.
1: At underscore Denise Salcedo. I'm almost at 69K. I mean, I'm a couple thousand nice. away, but that's the nice. next go. <laughs> and then youtube.com uh, slash Denise Salcedo.
0: I thought this would go like a half hour, but yeah, was, this was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. I told Denise before this, I was like, I don't want to do any bits. I want to be honest with with our audience and and just recount this because it was a lot of fun. Sabrina says, please try to get booked in Jersey so I can book or meet you two amazing people. We will almost surely be booked in New York at some point to do something like I almost sure. certainly, uh, but hopefully we, it will happen. Sabrina, we appreciate you and we appreciate all of you. I do not care about Ole Davis calling me out. Oh, I've got to call out Sean Rossap. He's he's made me so much money that I've just gotta keep, you know, hitching my wagon to his beautiful bosom. I have no idea.
1: No comment. <laughs>
0: Slim and Sammy Joseph's Hollywood Salcedo isn't going to do the job for you. Oh, me. hell shouldn't. no.
1: I need to go over, man. She shouldn't. She
0: shouldn't. I, I rib her all the time. I know.
1: That's why I was like, some people are like, yeah, yeah, no. Anyway, so tomorrow when I do post my vlog up, it's going to have the footage of us in the parking lot nice. and also the your pre-match promo that you cut. And it will also feature the conversation we had in the car. Trimmed down, of course. Yeah, but yeah. It'll be there.
0: Yeah. Guys, thank you all so much. Until next time, we're out.